And today I want to share six habits of successful people. I do want to say with full disclosure that I borrowed the first five on this list from my new friend, Dr. Nicole Byers. She's a neuropsychologist from Calgary, Canada, and she was here on the podcast in episode 155. The sixth habit in my list I added because it's been so important for me and I hope that you might add it to your list as well each day. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 158 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I want to share six habits of successful people people. I do want to say with full disclosure that I borrowed the first five on this list from my new friend, Dr. Nicole Byers. She's a neuropsychologist from Calgary, Canada, and she was here on the podcast in episode 155. The sixth habit in my list I added because it's been so important for me, and I hope that you might add it to your list as well each day. So I was inspired to share these habits with you after seeing a couple of Instagram posts that Nicole shared. You can follow her on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Byers for lots of tips on how to use your brain to be a better you. All right, here are the five tips from Nicole and then one from me on habits of successful people. So number one, they are consistent. You've heard me say it before and I'll likely keep saying it for as long as I can talk. Everything I want is on the other side of consistency. Often, when we think about taking on new habits or working on a big goal, our brains tell us that we have to go big, that we have to do all the things. Now, maybe this has happened to you before, and you thought something like, okay, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to cut out sugar, cut out dairy, cut out gluten, cut out alcohol, drink eight glasses of water a day, and exercise and meditate every single day, even though I don't do any of those things now. Then, by some sheer willpower, you may be able to do all of the things for a few days or even a few weeks. But it's likely when you add all of those things all at once and put all of this pressure on yourself that you're setting yourself up for a bit of a disaster. It's much more important to be consistent than it is to make attempts at short-lived, huge, grand gestures of self-improvement. My online pretend best friend, James Clear, says that intensity makes for a good story, but consistency makes progress. It's far better for you to do one push-up every day for 30 days than to do 30 push-ups today and then be so sore that you don't do any for a week, or maybe you only do them occasionally, or maybe you never do them again. The one per day is going to lead to a consistent habit that your brain is going to get locked in. Once you have a small change locked in consistently, then you can build on it. Because as I said, your brain doesn't have to muster the willpower anymore. The habit is already locked in. Now, the opposite side of this is worth mentioning here too. Sometimes when we go all in with the big grand plan, when we miss a day, we throw in the towel. Missing one day is no big deal in the big scheme of things. But the key is we just need to get back after it the next day. 
as my online pretend best friend James Clear says, don't miss twice. Is there something in your life that you want to get consistent with? And maybe you've jumped in with a grand gesture of intensity and motivation only to fizzle out? Take whatever that thing is and try the tiny version of it every day for 30 days. See what magic happens. Small steps toward your goals every day lead to long-term success. You got this. Get after it. All right, here's number two. Successful people see failure as a chance to learn. One of my online pretend best friends, James Wedmore, says that successful business owners have some things in common, and one of them is a high tolerance for failure. The people that come up against frustration over and over again, or have failed business ventures, or relationships, or athletic endeavors, or whatever they might uh, define as a failure, if those people then keep on going and trying despite everything, despite those failures they are way more likely to be successful. People that just stop once they've had a, quote, failure, obviously they're not moving forward and pushing through. They're less likely to get to the success eventually. Your success is inevitable if you keep going. But in the meantime, frustration and failure are likely also going to show up and be inevitable. So as you head towards your goals and dreams, know that your success is coming, but so is failure and frustration. And you just have to gain some tolerance for the failure and frustration in order to get through to that finish line, which is your goal, that success. And if you can set a goal, any goal, and realize that there are two possible outcomes, you will be more likely to be successful in the long term. So here's what those two outcomes are. Number one, you succeed, you get your goal, you do the thing. Yay, you did it. Number two, you get the lesson that you needed to learn, which some people might define as failure, and then you get back up, you dust yourself off, and you keep going until you get the goal, until you get to the success eventually. So two things, here's the outcome. You get the goal or you get the lesson. And the lesson is valuable on the way to the goal and it's likely inevitable. So when you have this tolerance for failure, And if you can build your tolerance for failure, you are going to be way more likely to be successful. If you give up after the first setback, obviously you're probably not going to make it to the finish line of whatever your goal is. Expect things to be frustrating occasionally. Expect to come up against bumps in the road and keep on going. You got this. All right, here's something else that successful people have as a habit. They are lifelong learners. Back in episode 152, I talked about how the habit of learning uh, offers some really great benefits for all of us. Humans have an innate biological need for both learning and mastery. This helped us survive in our ancestral environment. The people who were most successful in learning and mastering new skills and capacities were the ones who thrived and then passed down their genes. So this explains why modern research has shown that striving towards goals that are conducive to learning, growth, and mastery is likely to lead to greater well-being than striving towards goals concerned with status, power, money, or popularity. Also, learning and mastering new skills is super fun, and having fun is one of the most underrated but important things we can do to improve our well-being. So I'm constantly learning. One of my goals for 2021 is to read 40 books. This episode is dropping on July 1st, which is the first day of the second half of the year, and I'm finishing up my 19th book. So I'm pretty on track to make the goal, and I'm learning a ton as I read. 
At the top of the show, I mentioned Dr. Nicole Byers. Well, I just finished up a book that she recommended when she was on the podcast. It's called Rejection Proof, and it was a great read. I'll include a link in the show notes. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm continuing with my daily Spanish on Duolingo. I'm up to over 850 days in a row, which is great. I also have hired a life coach. My life coach, Kelly, I talk to her every Monday and uh, I feel uncomfortable almost every time. And I know that when I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm learning and growing. So there's something about putting yourself in uncomfortable situations that is going to allow you to get better, keep learning, uh, try and get out of sort of the, the things you've been doing over and over and over again in this life uh, is going to be helping you to be more successful. That's what this habit is, lifelong learning. All right, some other benefits of the lifelong learning, which you can get more details on by going back and listening to episode 152 if you haven't already listened to it. Learning actually rewires your brain. Your learning speed will increase the more you practice learning you will become a more interesting person because you will be learning some cool stuff and you can share it with other people. Learning something new helps your perception of time slow down. So let me just dig into this one a little bit because I love this one. Do you remember when you were a kid and a 15 minute car ride seemed to take forever? It's because when you were a kid, every single day you were always learning something new. Everything was novel. Everything was basically a learning experience because your brain was taking in something new and time slowed down as a result. When you come into your adult years, you have sort of learned what you're going to learn in school anyway, and you go to work, you pay the bills, every day's the same, every weekend's the same, and it just sort of continues. So when everything is sort of the same and mundane, time seems to speed up. So if you want to slow time down, or at least your perception of time, learn something new. So take a class or learn to play an instrument or learn to a new language or whatever it is that will allow for you to have a new experience. It's going to put you back in that place when you were a kid and always you were learning and time's going to slow down. All right. The other thing that will happen with your learning is that you become better at adapting to change. And if we know anything, it's that change is inevitable. And also learning can help you to stave off dementia. So in terms of your brain health, you want to keep learning as much as you can. All right. Number four on the list for uh, habits of successful people is that they are great at delegating. Now, if you remember back in episode 136, I talked about decision fatigue and how often the busy moms of households have had their brains hijacked by all the things that need to be done for not only themselves, but for every member of their family. It's kind of like working on your computer and having hundreds or thousands of tabs open all the time. None of them are getting the attention they really deserve, and the processing speed of the whole machine slows down. So when one person's brain is inundated with everyone's information, it's like that person's operating system is overwhelmed and becomes susceptible to breakdown somewhere. And when I'm working with patients, I see it as a breakdown of the mental or the physical well-being in these managers of all the things. They are so busy focusing on holding information and making decisions for everyone around them that they put themselves to the back burner and ignore their own needs. So this is a challenge that is pretty universal in my experience and what I see with my patients. And I talk to a lot of women who say, they agree with me. They say that this is something that they identify with. So one of the ways to claim your brain back and close down a bunch of those open tabs, which is also going to decrease your chance of burnout, and it's also going to increase the chances for your own success, is to start delegating tasks. 
Now, of course, this is not an easy thing, and this might be difficult at first, especially if you're used to doing all the things, but it will actually help those around you too, as you give them more responsibility when you delegate the tasks. And by delegating the tasks, you are going to take some of your brain back and avoid that burnout that we don't want you to slide into. All right, number five, uh, they take care of their machine. You only get one body in this lifetime and taking care of it is a top priority for people who do amazing things. Eating well, sleeping well, exercising regularly, staying hydrated and managing stress are all important habits that successful people practice regularly. When you take care of yourself and you feel better, you can engage with the world with a higher frequency and really get after your big dreams and goals. In the first year of the podcast, when Jenny and I were doing our monthly habit challenges, we did the best we could to practice and lock in each of these habits to keep our machines running smoothly. You can go back to those first episodes to see how we did and also to gain some inspiration for your own habits that will help your physical body function and run better. All right, here's the habit of successful people that I added. Number six, these people are grateful. Gratitude is your superpower, and it is a habit all on its own that is the key to your happiness and success. Successful people practice this habit regularly. Yes, gratitude is a habit. It may feel strange to think of gratitude as a habit, but it's something that you can practice and get better at, and it really will help you to become a better version of you and tune in to all of the amazing things in your life, no matter what your situation is. You can always choose something about this time in your life that you are grateful for. And the operative word here is choose. Remember that gratitude is an emotion that doesn't leave room for other emotions. When you are in gratitude, there's no room for negativity, anger, pettiness, judgment, feeling sorry for yourself. Gratitude is an emotional state that you feel and it has a certain frequency or vibration. Think of it like tuning into a specific radio station you can tune into the frequency of gratitude. Gratitude is the energy, frequency, emotional state of receiving. So to be in gratitude is to be in a state of receptivity, and that unlocks abundance of everything. Abundance of joy, love, money, and success. In episode 149, I talked about this concept in more detail, and I shared the five levels of gratitude and how really getting into the energy of receiving which is gratitude, will make it so much more likely that you'll be successful in reaching your goals and desires. All right, so those are the six habits of successful people that I wanted to pass on to you today. And with that, I will say that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Which of the six habits that I shared today are you currently working on? Let me know. For questions or comments, send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that I mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. It's because when you were a kid... um, Hey, I'm recording right now and you're messing up my recording by meowing. Do you know this? What do you need?